Hello and welcome to the Illumination Cinema Movie Podcast with your hosts, Tyler W. Moore and David Wayne Young. Yes, I'm Tyler. And I'm David Wayne Young. And today we are talking about the new film, Renfield. And uh, we got a lot to get into about it, I'm sure. Uh, we, uh, we, we always have a, a different format with new movies in which we'll talk about our theater experience, uh, go into non-spoilers, and then after that we'll move into spoiler territory, and uh, all bets are off. You know it. Let's go ahead and talk about uh, the way we saw this movie, David, because I know we had different experiences. How about how about you go first since you saw it? Sure. My story starts at a, a, a humble uh, little event known as the Phoenix Film Festival, I, I didn't know what the closing night film was for the week leading up. And just to preface this, I I never go to closing night. Ever. Yeah. You know, I consider my job done at around like 5 p.m. on that last Sunday, usually. And, uh, you know, things get crowded and it's, it's usually not a film that, you know, I would pay to go see. So why spend my time uh, going to go see it? Um, which is how I feel about, you know, maybe 20, 30% of the films that you get to see over that few days. But, uh, this time around I was, uh, I, I was with my wife at opening night and we find out that the closing night film is Renfield. <laughs> um, and I'm like, well, shit, now I have to go. And Gabo's like, well, I want to go too. So, uh, <laughs> um, me and my wife, uh, secured some of the last closing night tickets there were, um, it sold out the very next day, um, which is technically day two of an 11 day festival. So that tells you how sought after, uh, this screening was. Cause this was a couple weeks ago. It was, yes. Yeah. It was, it came out, um, for us, we, we saw it on April 2nd. Um, yeah. So it was a couple weeks before it officially showed uh in theaters and so um yeah we were pretty excited because i mean gabo already knows i'm a bit of a a dracula nerd Mm -hmm. and uh you know she she thought it sounded uh amazing as well uh because you know nicholas cage is a vampire absolutely um (laughs) and uh other movies don't count uh but (laughs) (laughs) um but uh yeah uh, Insert clip of him running around saying, I'm a vampire. I'm a vampire! 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 Correct. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, I, I just couldn't pass up the opportunity, so I got to see it in a packed theater, um, in the nicest theater I've ever been in, um, because they, they hold out their closing night in uh the biggest uh house they have at this 14 name drop uh it's uh it's the harkins 101 in scottsdale um arizona and the the actual house inside this 14 screen theater is the uh it's called the cine copry so uh yeah you if you're in the arizona area it's uh it's a long-standing establishment and you should definitely uh, go visit it but um yeah so again it was it was a packed theater everyone uh was excitedly shutting the fuck up which was really nice mm-hmm. um because you know these are people who are spending money to see 
the closing night film. So it, it was just like this level of respect that you usually don't get at a new movie. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, it was really, really nice to be able to experience it that way. Mine kind of lies on the exact opposite side. Um, so we scheduled this for Tuesday, uh, Tuesday the 18th, I think it is currently. That sounds right. Yep. Uh, because I thought I was going to be at a different film festival. Uh, I didn't end up going to it because they uh, gave me my schedule two days before <laughs> before the event. I'm like, well, I'm not fucking figuring that shit out. Rightly so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that uh, I shouldn't say anymore. <laughs> yeah. No. So uh, we we could have we were going to try to reschedule it, but um, that that didn't shake out so uh but i mean here's the thing <laughs> i enjoy seeing a movie in a near empty theater on a weekday afternoon which is exactly how this played out so nice. um i saw at my favorite theater the uh the east warren and we went to the warren 21 section where uh where you and i saw once upon a time in hollywood so of course it was very nice i got myself some dinner there because i knew uh, i was going to be uh, going immediately from the movie to recording this podcast. Um, and it was very good. There was one other person in the theater, which was, you know, great for me. Uh, it has not been great for the box office results of this movie. Um, but it's it was also 4 p.m. on a Tuesday, so can't uh, take too much away from it. Yeah, no, I, I thoroughly enjoyed my experience with it. Um, I was the only one laughing, though. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> I feel like the other guy had a fucking probably had a miserable time. I don't know because he wasn't. He didn't. Didn't sound like he was enjoying himself. Yeah, the other guy was probably Nicholas Holt, just like really tired of watching it at this point. But he keeps getting <laughs> like Nicholas. You don't have to go to every single screening. Like he's like, no, I he's spaced them been, out specifically. He's so just been I can. touring America and like <laughs> <laughs> he's miserable. <laughs> oh god this joke again come on <laughs> it's not even why is he laughing this one isn't even funny um <laughs> so <laughs> yeah uh let's get into our non-spoiler no uh, even like because uh, i would like to talk about a little bit um our expectations leading up to this movie because sure. uh we have a little bit of a vested interest in uh in in dracula related material considering every halloween special we've done thus far has uh, or like or most of them at least have covered a dracula movie yeah <laughs> um, we've got as, quite the track record actually um, starting with the uh the todd browning film uh which this is kind of a pseudo sequel to i think i've been following the production of this movie for like the last two years uh because i remember you know uh, scrolling around IMDb and just seeing a movie called Renfield and thinking right. that's strange. Is that like a leftover from like the dark universe or something? Like it just seems odd that they would make a movie about Renfield. Cause I, th I figured it was going to be, I thought I figured it was going to be like, he's the main character during like while the Dracula story's going on or something sure, yeah. to that effect. Um, right. I saw it was written by Ryan Ridley, uh, who uh, is a name I recognized from early seasons of Rick and Morty, 
Uh, I know we're all supposed to hate that show now. Uh, and, uh, you know, but you can like the early stuff in spite of uh, <laughs> what's currently going on. Yeah, you liked it before. I mean, there's no shame in saying you liked it before. Yeah. I, I, I think that's the thing, right? Yeah. So that, that seemed interesting to me. So, yeah, no, I, I, I hear Nicolas Cage is playing Dracula and like that's that ticket might as well have been bought that day. Like, (laughs) I I think my expectations mirrored yours to an extent in that, you know, hearing the title, you're like, oh, okay, so it's very clearly about that character during the events of Dracula. Yeah. And then I started to see it marketed. And uh, I'll be honest, I've never seen the trailer. Right. So uh, what I saw was just like this were a couple of stills you know, between Nicolas Cage and Nicolas Hole, And so it got me thinking, okay, so this is clearly more of like, you know, an interpersonal, you know, probably like a black comedy type thing. And so I was very much expecting, you know, something that was more about their relationship. When all of a sudden we see an action comedy, I was like, oh, okay. Expectations were subverted, but I was all in. Uh, of course, because, yeah, I mean, like you said, we've got a track record of Dracula movies anyway, we couldn't really turn it down, and then to hear that, of course, Nicolas Cage was gonna be playing a role that he's so well-suited to, and yes. and just, I, I think he really committed, um, mm-hmm. I, I just, there, there was no way I was gonna turn it down, so... Obviously, like, so, talking about Nick Cage real fast, like, his, you know, the, the basis... Like as as the way like the the characters written, they're definitely going Bela Lugosi. Yeah, vaguely looks uh, like that version of the character. I, uh, I I've heard him say that he was um, basing his performance on a mixture of that and Christopher Lee, and you can definitely tell. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it's so like he's he's fantastic. There was a uh, he gave like kind of a little bit of a warning um, ahead of like a couple months ago while doing i think doing press for another movie and said like don't expect too much screen time from me and i think like i think everybody expected him to kind of be like the co-headliner of the movie before like seeing a trailer perhaps sure with the expectations set that way like i thought there was a like a healthy amount of him in the movie um i i didn't feel like you know it's not like he was only in there for like five minutes um he's still the main antagonist of the film Uh uh-huh um or at least one of the main antagonists of the film um right but yeah no i uh, i thoroughly enjoyed him and i um also very much so enjoyed uh nicholas holtz as renfield yeah it was one of those things that i found uh surprising and refreshing um i feel like renfield is uh you know, after meeting Dracula is usually played up to be criminally insane. Yes. And this is just a really refreshing take that I I think Holt was perfect for. I I think what they were going for was this refined and almost like timid version of him. uh, And it played out well. Yeah. And it's like, because there's also, you know, this 80 year gap that it covers. Um, Yeah. You, you can see, like, because you can, like, they play you, like, remade, 
clips from and i don't think that's a spoiler to talk about uh like they no. they, they remake first five scenes. minutes <laughs> yeah yeah seriously it's, yeah it's within the it's in the first act they uh they they remake little scenes from the uh the bela lugosi film and yeah they go on a full-on forest gump with it yeah and it's, it's it's fantastic um mm-hmm. i i love seeing nicholas cage uh remaking uh little moments of of that dracula um but then like because uh, it, it you know he plays uh both characters play it the same way and you can just see um what all that time has has done to him essentially right i felt pretty uh relieved also that they found an angle that it wasn't just and i i know i hate saying that just dracula because again i i love the yeah. the dracula mythos but um you know some people would argue it's been done to death so they found an angle yeah they they found the way to give the story a, a theme give it uh give it a pulse yeah and it's uh i with the um the angle of of renfield breaking his codependency right and it's it's a much uh it's it, they they make the struggle of of uh this character far more relatable by um by doing that i i think another thing that uh i didn't realize because i didn't watch the trailer was that aquafina was going to be in it and uh so when my wife told me um because we've seen plenty of things of uh with aquafina that were hilarious and so i'm like okay okay so now i know it's gonna be funny now i know i'm gonna like for sure be laughing at this film because she carries herself in such a great way in most of these uh performances that I've already seen her in but what I I didn't really realize was how far leaning into the the action comedy side that meant it would be cuz you know of course you find out again in the first act here no spoilers really uh-huh. she's a cop you know and she's trying to take down uh, big baddies. I I was actually surprised with how much they were able to lean into that genre um, with something like Dracula. I don't think it's a knock against her performance. Uh, I felt like she was a strange casting choice. Okay. Like I, she felt a little out of place. Um, I don't know who I would replace her with necessarily, but. Um, like I didn't necessarily believe her in the role. Gotcha. Which isn't to say I think she did a bad job. Like I think she took the role on. She did a great job with it. Uh, but I definitely like the first, like from the first scene with her, I was like, okay, you you're in this part. That's interesting. And I didn't stop thinking that, like, and you know, I mean, no, nobody's doing like. I, I never forget Nicolas Cage's Nicolas Cage. I didn't, you know, right? <laughs> like, but like, like no one's disappearing into their character. But we're not meeting it halfway either, you know. I I think I understand what you mean, and I I maybe have some ideas about what maybe contributed to that when we get to spoilers. Sure. Uh, okay. And they're not hard spoilers. They're just things that you know maybe someone who wants to go in blind shouldn't know right and i because honestly i don't know how many like major spoilers there are 
um, right. to the point where I'm willing to just kind of, you know, move over into that section because I don't like. We're this is gonna probably be a short episode. Majoritively, I'll just say, I really enjoyed this movie. I think it was a lot of fun. Yeah. I think it's worth um, the price of admission uh, going to see it. So definitely do that. And uh, let's get this uh, let's get this movie's numbers up. <laughs> right. No, I I agree. Um, I had a hell of a time. Lucky for me, I was in a theater where other people were laughing too, so it just kind of bolstered the yeah the reaction, um, so to speak. But you know, there I there were some really uh enjoyable fight scenes. You know, that they didn't skimp on choreography. Um, you know, which is awesome to see because there are plenty of films that do skimp. Yeah. Or just, you know, downplay it to the point where you can cut most of it out and it still wouldn't have an effect. That's not this movie. Yeah. They they play it up and they want you to see, uh, which, you know, results in plenty of gore. A lot of stylistic uh, choices that, you know, include, uh, you know, slow-mo bug eating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, which I love as a mechanic, by the way. I, I yeah, thought no, that was a lot of the bugs fun. in a great way. I think they implement a lot of the things from like from both the character of Renfield and like the Dracula and just kind of or or like the vampire myth as it has changed as well. Um, yeah. Into the movie, like the and you know maybe some of these are better for spoiler notes, but like yeah, I, I think they did it very well. One of the things that I I wasn't sure what uh how how to expect it to go was um when i found out that the the main gang was were called the lobos which of course is wolf in spanish yeah and i was like oh are they also going to do a werewolf thing <laughs> you know uh, suffice to say that's not what happens um i wouldn't consider that a spoiler but they they leave little little things that are either from like you said the mythos of Dracula or things that, you know, would be considered Easter eggs to an extent. Um, yeah. All, well throughout the story. Uh, actually, uh, funnily enough, Aquafina's character, her was her last name Morris or Quincy? Quincy. Yep. Okay. So that means her father's name, the police captain who died, his name was Morris Quincy, mm -hmm. which is actually the reverse of the name of the man whose knife killed Dracula in the original book. Oh, that's right. Uh, yeah. His name was Quincy Morris. Let's go. Let's officially mark this as we're in spoiler territory now. That way sure. we can just uh, go ahead and talk about it. Um, so we're here now. Um, I I liked the implementation of a lot of those elements, uh, especially with like you know um, eventually. Dracula lets himself into uh, Renfield's apartment because the because the rug uh, yes. says welcome, come on in. <laughs> like the thing that was so great about all of those is they didn't explain it to you. Like right. they assume that you kind of already know most of this stuff about uh, vampires. And you have to. Like if if you don't, then it doesn't really matter that much. Like it's not gonna uh, impede you from enjoying the story. Um, cause they also, uh, use the same thing when, uh, when, uh, he comes into the support group. Oh, that's fair. And there was, I feel like a couple more little things, obviously, you know, we've talked about in the past how, uh, 
in the source material dracula uh does not burn up in the sun right Um, yeah but i think it's used to great effect here um (laughs) yeah especially as a MacGuffin. yes the since we're in spoiler territory i guess uh, i should bring up the the romantic aspect of the relationship between aquafina's character and holt's character yeah well i i think one of the things that you know you were targeting before was you know the idea of like believability between between them and more specifically with aquafina's portrayal of the role um and i think one of the things that makes me think you were feeling that way is uh probably because it didn't really feel that well set up to create a romance arc in addition to everything else that was going on yeah we already have a relationship and it's the one between cage and holt it's the one between dracula and renfield so you know that's the one that everyone knows they're going to follow so to introduce something so intimate as well uh, i think was maybe just not timed well I, i think that you know, if they had done a better job of building that up in a way that was uh, timed from the very beginning as uh, something to expect, then sure. But um, yeah, I, I agree with you. And I'll say that I think that's part of the reason why. Sure. And I, I think too, and like, because I've kind of been like uh, turning gears in the back of my head while like, uh since i said it and i'm wondering if i don't know if it's maybe that if it's like she's a little young for the part um okay or maybe like that she's like too much of a funny character like especially in the first half of the movie like um you know she's uh uh antagonizing everybody and like you know uh like being a little quippy uh Whereas, like, in the rest of the movie, she's a little bit more of, like, the the, the serious cop. Um, yeah. Like, of, like, of kind of, like, a, a quote-unquote, like, almost a buddy cop movie. Not literally, but um, it, it has those... It has elements of that type of film. Um, like... Right. You're kind of one or the other. And, like, your, your reaction... Like, her reactions to ridiculous things going on should be where the comedy of her character is coming from. And it kind of felt like she was, um, she was a little bit more of like the loose cannon at the beginning. And it, it, it like, so I don't, it just didn't feel as well balanced. And again, I don't think like, I don't think it's necessarily bad. I don't think she did a poor job uh, with the performance. No. I don't think the writing was uh, bad, but um, but it, what it, you're it, discussing sound like writing problems to an extent. Yeah, I think it's just a little uneven, like just a little yeah. bit. And even then, it doesn't poison your experience. No, I think it's it's something where like there was a little bit of a growing pain in the first half of the movie with that character specifically, and maybe that's right. what I'm uh, narrowing it down to. Yeah, no, I can definitely see where that comes from. Um, yeah, I would... I would definitely agree with that. And, you know, there were some things that I felt, uh, you know, slightly unsatisfied with. Um, and, you know, like, again, I in- thoroughly enjoyed this movie and will watch it again. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like, but, uh, you know, I-, I do think that, you know, there there were places where 
stories, uh, story elements felt as though they could have gone farther and didn't. Um, and you know, that's, that's probably one of them. Um, you know, the, the ability for, uh, the, the mob boss, uh, to be more of a red herring, uh, for, you know, like the, the mom who's truly the evil one. Like, I think that would have had more of an impact, um, because he just seems kind of like a bumbling character at first. Yeah. Um, You know? So yeah, that that fell through for me. Well, because there's all there's also this kind of discussion about how you know, uh, like he's uh, he's about to shoot Aquafina's character, and she says, "You've never shot anybody before. Like you know, you always have someone do this for you." And yeah. like you know, he like he kind of has to prove how hard he is, and like that that seems like it would have been something um, that they would have followed up on instead like he you know he becomes dracula's minion and all of a sudden he's a cold-blooded killer you know right like there there's things like that and then even like the mom being the mob boss which i think you know um i think especially like the actors playing it very well like all of her scenes yeah. are, are 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 very good um it feels like there's not there wasn't a lot of like payoff to her specifically because I think it's yep. a really cool concept, especially like, you know, bring you, bring everything into the third act, like this fucking, you know, this, uh, this little, um, drug family, this little crime family, like gets Dracula on their side. <laughs> like Right. Yeah. Absolutely. It's a, it's a, it's an incredible plan. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I think, uh, she had really imposing performances. I, I think she really commanded the screen uh, quite a lot of the time, and then nothing came of it. It was a little bit of is... wasted potential, I think, is yeah. what I would narrow it down to. Yeah. No, that's a that's a strong note, and I, I agree with it. I mean, like, the, the screenplay overall, like, it, it, it does everything it, it has to do, um, mm-hmm. and maybe leaves a little bit more to be desired, but like, sure. you know, cause like even some of the lines are, are a little, um, like some, some of the comedy doesn't hit quite as hard. Uh, there's, there's a lot of, um, not this specifically, but it, right. it kind of the, well, that just happened type of <laughs> type of jokes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um. I, I think it, you know, it it did make me laugh plenty of times. Uh, like you said, the uh, the action sequences are fantastic. Um, I think like you know, there's there's just scenes where like he's like he rips a guy's arm arms off and he's going around beating people with the guy's arms and then impales people with the arms. Like yes, all that stuff is great. And I think like because they use a lot of um, they use a lot of like CG uh, gore in the movie, which you know has uh, always been kind of a no-no, but, like, I think they use it to good effect here. Like, they stylize everything in a way yep. where, um, like, obviously it's very over-the-top and um, and fun and dumb, and uh, they have, like, this and nice... And you buy in. Yeah, it's a yeah. nice, like, bright, colorful action comedy movie while also being, you know, a little... Uh, um, uh, dark and ominous because it incorporates dracula into it yeah no i i think uh one of the things that really ties it together 
is the amount of ridiculousness with which they wanted to deliver it. Yes. I if if they had tried to make this same script but done it in like a serious dramatic uh visual delivery, it would not have worked. <laughs> right. It would have been more along the lines of like an I Frankenstein or something and everybody would have laughed it out of the cinemas, you know? Yes. Yeah. No, they they did what they should have with the script. Uh, I think too, like, and just I want to because we talked about the um, the, the the visual effects. Uh, I want to talk about some of the practical effects they did with um, with uh, Nick Cage's like kind of Dracula while he's still healing. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The the makeup on that is phenomenal, and I Agreed. very much so enjoyed that. Yeah. Um... It left me a little bit confused how he was healing without... Because they kind of... This is another small gripe. They seemed to break a couple of rules. I wish I had my notes because... um, I wish I had taken notes. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I noted that night that, you know, they broke a couple of their own rules that they had established within the story. And one of them that I do remember was that, oh, so... Dracula can heal when he's feeding and then he goes days without feeding because Renfield uh, is an absentee and yet he's still healed more. So it it seemed almost like they ignored that setup, uh, ignored that established rule. But that that was the only one that I can remember at the moment. And again, that's a small gripe. It's not something that most people would even like care about. (laughs) Right, I think they wanted to do kind of, like, they wanted to continue the progression and then kind of just forgot to uh, to follow up. Because they, they also, like, you know, it seems as though Dracula would have been more upset. Uh, because, yeah. like, it's implied that he's been gone for, like, a week or two, maybe. Um, whereas, like, when Dracula comes to visit him... It's as though it's only been a couple days. Like, that seemed a little strange, because otherwise, like, you know, I feel like he would have been beckoning him far more. I don't know. Again, like, we're just, we're nitpicking at this point. Like, yeah, it's, it, this movie does exactly what it sets out to, uh, which is just be a fun, dumb, horror comedy action movie. Uh, I, I, I was watching it the entire time thinking, in high school, this would have been my favorite movie. <laughs> yes it has I love everything that. i like yeah no it, it's quite honestly something that i will be re-watching multiple times oh yeah so. i'm uh, i'm definitely gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna buy it up i'm gonna buy it up when it comes out on blu-ray yeah buddy so uh final thoughts this is a movie that you know, you can you can turn off your fucking brain and watch it if you want. You can be a Dracula nerd and pick it apart if you want, and you'll still have a damn good time, no matter which way you're going. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, I think my Jamie rating here would be, you know, I'd probably give it give it an 8.5. Okay. I'm going to concur with a, uh, with a solid 8. Um, I, I agree with everything you said. I think it's, it's a lot of fun, and... Uh, you know, it's uh, it's a movie just out there waiting to be enjoyed. So uh, people should do it.
Yeah, buddy. All right, man. So, I mean, that takes care of our Dracula movie for the year. (laughs) (laughs) I guess it does. No Halloween this year. No Halloween. No (laughs) Halloween's canceled. Hal no ween. No, we can't do that one. Is that not good? That's not good. I don't like that. Hal no ween. Hal no ween. Okay. Can I repeat it and maybe you'll like it? I mean, you can try. Hal no ween. Still no. Yeah, it's not. It's still not. Uh, <laughs> I'm, it's still not rubbing me the right way. Uh, Damn it! I guess we'll go ahead and call it here, huh? Sure. All right. I think we're gonna have a couple episodes next month. So, if if all goes well, maybe I shouldn't promise that, huh? Maybe not. <laughs> yeah. No. We go. We go. Um. Yeah. We may or may not have an episode, and then we like over deliver with two. Episodes. Oh, that's, that's perfect. That's what I should. Yeah. Under promise, over deliver. <laughs> all right. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to the Illumination Cinema Movie Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to leave a review and subscribe on iTunes or Google Play. For updates on this show and their other projects, get your parents' permission to go to IlluminationCinema.com. Then, later on, it was announced Nicolas Cage is playing Dracula. And I and thought... And that he's also a pedophile. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'd give just up. Kidding. I'd give up on this world. I would, <laughs> I would have no hope left. He's not. I promise. <laughs> um, I can somehow vouch for it. Yeah, I... You know what? Uh, I was going to say I'm willing to stake my reputation on it, but I'm actually not... <laughs> <laughs> Hollywood's let me down. So, like, listen, I, 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 I know it's a horrible place filled with horrible people. Uh, but yet they like even with the lowest standards I can possibly set, Hollywood continues to let me down.